What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Biz Talks with Kevin Feely. We talk anything small business, whether it's sales, marketing, operations. If you have a business and you want to grow it or you want to sell it, whatever, this is the spot. So I want to give you some tips and really just kind of brain dump some ideas on when you feel stuck in business. Um, when you start a business, you will periodically feel stuck. You'll hit a roadblock and you'll literally feel like there's nothing you can do to get around it and you just feel stuck. You're not shrinking, but you're not growing and you're feeling very, very stagnant. So I wanna talk about some things that have helped me and things that I think can help you if you're feeling stuck in business. All right, so if you're not a seasonal business, right? If you're not like a, like a summer tour guide or a you know, jet ski rental company or something like that. If you're not a seasonal business, you should have consistent revenue throughout the year. If your revenue is really big one month and then down and then up and then down and kind of good and then back down and it's not consistent, especially year over year if you've been in business that long, something has to change because you're not being consistent, which this usually comes down to you don't have systems. What do I mean by systems? You don't have standard operating procedures and you don't have predictable marketing, sales, hiring, stuff like that, right? So a lot of people, especially solopreneurs, the only person in the business, or maybe you have one or two employees, a lot of business owners like that are winging it. Like every day, they're just kind of winging it and hoping that it works out well, and they're doing what they can to kind of keep the business going, but they don't really have any specific and outlined structure, right? And I was like that for a long time. Now, I met this consultant who put me on to hiring practices, but also standard operating procedures. This guy's name was Frank Salas, and Frank taught me how to order you know, different parts of your business and then create step-by-step -step practices for everything, right? So typically, and when I made my first hire, typically businesses, when they hire somebody, they just kind of shadow them for the day and then they sort of just do what they do, right? So when I hired my first employee, my first full-time employee at my marketing company, Donald Knapp, Donald came on and Donald just shadowed what I did. I told him what to do and then he went off and did it, right? I never really wrote anything down. Now, luckily, Donald picked it up and it worked out, but we didn't scale the business until we put defined and very clear systems in place some of them being standard operating procedures. So now that same company that is now doing millions a year, if a new employee comes on, there's no guesswork in what they do. There is everything step by step by step by step for them. And when they get hired, they go through a training manual, their manager will give them a training doc and then they'll run through. And then when they're done with that training doc, if they have any questions, then they'll ask their manager. <clears throat> but anyways, if your business is not consistent and it's all over the place, lack of systems is probably why. Now also when it comes to your sales and marketing, you're probably doing a lot of word of mouth marketing and just taking what you get, right? You may do a little paid advertising, you may get something, but you don't have any predictable way to fill your calendar or to sell your items, right? So that might be another reason why your revenue may be up and down. So when you figure out that if I spend $100 on Facebook ads, I get $400 back. Okay, great. That's a great way to start and scale that up because now you don't have to worry about lead generation or sales. Well, now that's a lot more predictive when it comes to your revenue. 
So instead of your revenue being up and down, high, low, high, low, well now you have consistent revenue and even growth. So you should see your business growing at a very small but steady upscale all the time, right? And that's what you want. Again, if your revenue is very inconsistent, you're lacking systems. Real estate agents are notorious for this, right? They will go out, they will spend all of their time marketing, handing out flyers, meeting people in the neighborhood, cold calling, then they get business, they get somebody that wants to sell or buy a house, and now the next month, two months, are spent with the people that they met while they were prospecting. Now they're spending their time fulfilling the deals, which is great because now they're gonna make money when those deals close, but the problem is by the time those deals close, well, they have been fulfilling the deals, but they haven't been marketing, they haven't been doing the sales like they were because they're too busy fulfilling the actual deals. So then once those deals close, great, they make a bunch of money, but then there's another period where they're now having to go back into hunting. So it's like two months they make money, two months they don't. Two months they make money, two months they don't. It's a really, really vicious cycle. So if you can automate your lead generation and your sales process and start to hire people to do that stuff for you while you're not in the business so that you can focus on the business, not working in it, that's gonna help you scale the business. Another thing is if you can picture where you wanna be in five years, right? What's the perfect lifestyle? How much money do you wanna make? Uh, where do you want your business? How many employees you wanna have? What kind of house do you live in, et cetera, right? What's that look like five years from now? Now, if you take your daily habits that you're doing now in your business, if you do that for the next five years, is that ultimately going to lead you to that place? If the answer is no, if the answer is you'll probably be in the same place you are now, then something has to change. If you don't make a change, then it's not just gonna happen on its own. Nobody's coming to rescue you. Obviously something has to change, but usually, and what really worked for me, was selling a portion of my company and bringing on a business partner, right? I found somebody who really matched well and our strengths and weaknesses kind of complemented each other, right? So I can do operations, I can set up systems in the business, but that's not really my biggest, strongest skill. So when I sold a piece of the company, I sold it to somebody that I knew would compliment me on that. They were better at some of the backend stuff and then I can go focus on the stuff that I'm really good at, right? That is when we saw the most growth. When I look at any business I've ever been a part of, when I look at any business I've started or done consulting for or had equity in, any time that they've grown, it's when somebody else comes in and compliments the skills. Two people are better than one, kind of like the mastermind principle. You can either sell a portion of your company or you can do consulting for equity. So maybe your company isn't worth that much. Maybe you can't get somebody to buy in where you want. Well, you can give a small piece of the business away to somebody like me and we can do consulting on a one-on-one -on -one level, build the systems, build the business together and think of how easy it is to get that 10% that you gave away back. If you double the business, it's a no-brainer. So if you're interested in doing any kind of consulting with me personally, uh, email me, kevin at kevinfeely.com or just check out my website, kevinfeely.com. That's P-H-E-L-E-Y. Now, another thing that you can do to get yourself unstuck in business when the business isn't growing is look at it from a top-down view and more specifically, Look at your pipeline and your customer journey funnel, right? So where do your customers come in and then what channels do they go through to actually convert into a customer? So if you're a 
t-shirt shop, right? And you have a brick and mortar shop near the beach, okay? Well, you can think about it where your customers are probably seeing your shop because there's a lot of foot traffic. They walk in, maybe they're tourists, maybe you have some touristy t-shirts, and they buy something, they talk to somebody at the front counter, then they get a receipt, and then they're out, right? Well, there's a lot of different things that you can do in that customer journey to not only increase uh, efficiency, but to increase the amount of customer spend and customer returning. So a couple ways that you can do this. Let's stick with the same example of a t-shirt shop near the beach, right? You could start running Google and Facebook ads around the area to drive more people in the store. That alone, if your store is converting, will drive some sales up. But now when somebody actually converts, maybe you can have a script that your cashier can say when somebody buys. Oh, you bought a t-shirt, that's awesome. Hey, by the way, if you buy another one, you get the second one half off. That alone, that little tiny system, somewhere added on the customer journey, is going to help increase sales. Now, you can even, maybe you're just taking their credit card, you're running it, and then they're walking out the store. Well, now you can ask them to give you their info. First name, last name, email, phone number. Now you'll send them discounts if they ever wanna come back. And it's little things like that. You know, you add a tiny, little tweak a bunch of times throughout the business and it makes a massive impact. So think about where your customers are coming, how they're interacting with your business, what channels are they coming through, what problems could they be hit with in the process of buying, what's stopping people from buying, right? Where do they enter maybe this uh, store they enter the store, they look around, they don't like something, they walk out. Maybe the store smelled. Maybe they didn't like how somebody behind the counter was acting, something like that. There's always tweaks that you can make in the business to rinse out more money, like squeezing out a rag, right? There's always some in there and you just gotta get everything that you can. Okay, so last thing, very, very, very critical. If you don't have marketing or sales as a core foundational strength, you need to spend a lot of time learning these things, right? When I started my business, luckily, thank God I had a really good sales background because I don't know if I'd be here if I didn't have that sales background, right? If my B2B sales skills were not as sharp as they were, my business, I don't think would be here. So if you don't feel like you're absolutely confident in sales, you need to really learn and, and commit yourself to learning the art of sales. And also, if you do know sales and you do feel confident in sales, it's equally as, it's equally as important for you to continue learning, right? If you get stagnant, you'll slowly start to go backwards. So never get too confident, never think that you always have it figured out and keep learning. Again, if you guys are interested in any kind of consulting, whether that's paid consulting, consulting for equity, or if you wanna sell your business, reach out to me. My email is kevin at kevinfeely.com. That's P-H-E-L-E-Y. Also, follow me on Instagram, and if you're watching this on YouTube or wherever you're listening to this, leave a like, leave a review. I love you guys. I hope this helped you guys. No more feeling stuck in your business. Make some changes, and don't wait. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening to Biz Talks with Kevin Feely.